Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the super fans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Before we dip our toe in the med, just a quick word from our sponsor. And while you're listening, maybe you could leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform you listen to our podcast on. We appreciate you. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report Superfan interview. We are here with one of my amazing neighbors, Kim Chavez, and we have hung out a bunch of times, but really not talked much about Below Deck. So I'm kind of glad that we saved most of this conversation for right now. We are in hurricane preparedness mode, so we're taking a few minutes out of that to do this, and I'm glad that we had the opportunity. So thank you very much for being here to do this with us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's going to be fun to talk about a show that I absolutely adore. And I know that you said we don't talk about it much, but that's because I don't want to fangirl out every time I see you. (laughs) I do it all the time. um, I do it weekly. (laughs) Oh my God. I think the first time we ever met in a neighbor situation, I literally grabbed my friend that was next to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Adrian. Do you know who that is? And she's like, who is Adrian? I'm like, oh my God, you don't know who that is. I said, I'm going to act really, really cool. And I think you even came over to the table and said hello, just as a neighbor. And I was like, oh my God, she said hello to me. <laughs> oh, That's so awesome. cute. <laughs> but I'm cool. I'm better now. I'm much yeah. Better now. <laughs> well, we've hung out a couple of times now. Yeah. And I've heard yeah. you sing amazing karaoke. So there is that. There is that. Yes. It's only in a bar. It'll never be recorded. I don't think <laughs> Anytime you had alcohol to a situation, it always makes it easier. (laughs) Yes. I can sing in front of thousands with enough whiskey. There you go. I only sing in the shower, even with whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) It's that bad. (laughs) So I know that you guys know each other, but I would like to know how you got into Below Deck. Oh, you know what? I have always been a really huge Bravo fan. So mm-hmm. I am into all of the housewives, every franchise my girl. imaginable. And you know, what's really funny is my husband is too. Oh, really? So we, yeah. I did Lucky. not know that. Yeah. He doesn't look like the kind of guy that would be into all of that, but he is. And now he's kind of slacked off on the housewives, but he is totally below deck. So we are the sailing, the med, the everything. We love it. Yeah. I am constantly what on What is my his phone. first name? Troy. All right, Troy. You're my dude. That's cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, we have that in common. And we literally, because of our schedules, we go to bed so early, we DVR everything. So then if one of us watches it without the other, it becomes a really huge fight. And almost <laughs> like I could go out with girlfriends and he'll come back. And he's like, well, I watched it already. And I'm like, what the heck? It's our thing. So we've always been really into it. And like I said, I watched Adrian when she was on there. In fact, in Tampa, I was at a bar down in South Tampa and I ran into Adrian when she was still on the show. Oh, she doesn't remember this. I stopped her in the bathroom and basically assaulted her to take a picture with me. I, <laughs> I love that. She was so kind and she looked so good in the picture. I look really drunk in the picture. She looks amazing in the yeah, picture. She looks but amazing I, in every picture. It's gross. I, I hate it. That. But yeah, so we've been longtime fans and we each give our input. It doesn't always match, mm-hmm. but he's always wrong and I'm always right. But <laughs> other than that, you know, we're just big fans. We love it. Yeah. So you started with season one then? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I know it's crazy. And it's so crazy to look back and see how long we've actually been watching all these franchises pop up. Yeah. Think about Housewives. I know. I mean, you're talking over a decade and a half of dedication and we're over a decade now with Below Deck. So that either says a lot about me that I have great taste or I have absolutely (laughs) no life whatsoever. I'm just living vicariously to these people. I love it. I like the people watching aspect of it. I have to admit, I'm kind of like Troy and I've fallen off of the Housewives in the past few years. Something about the pandemic kind of shifted my view on how dark that they were getting. Right. And I couldn't do it anymore. So I dialed back and stuck with things like Family Karma and obviously Below Deck, just lighter shows. Mm -hmm. I love Family Karma too. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Of the franchises, do you have a favorite or is it like your kids and you can't pick one? sometimes some days I feel like it's my kids and I can't pick one and then Mm -hmm. other days I'm like I absolutely love sailing because I love Glenn I just Mm want to like hang out with Glenn and you know have a drink with him Mm -hmm. a drink and some cheese curds (laughs) (laughs) I also think that's so different for me from the rest of the franchises because they're literally standing right on deck with the charter guests while they're there Mm -hmm. hanging out Whereas, you know, the other franchises, they kind of hold up either in their quarters or the captain's not on deck of the other franchises. So it's a little bit different. So there's a lot more interaction. But of course, who doesn't love a great Captain Lee? I mean, he is like everybody's daddy. Mm -hmm. I adore him and I love how strict he is. So you're probably right to the extent that I can't pick one. They're all really, really good. I find great aspects about all of them. I flux in and flux out. I was always an OG and then Med was second. Right. And then when Sailing Yacht came at first, Sailing Yacht was not even on my radar. Then season two came and it went from third to first very quickly for me. Yeah. And right now, I don't know with Med and OG. It's been a little unstable with OG for the past two seasons. Yes. You're right. As a viewer... I just don't want a bunch of people getting along on a boat. I mm-hmm. want I want some drama. I want some drunk people getting into fights and falling overboard and, you know, not getting hurt. But <laughs> right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just something exciting because we can turn the channel and right. watch something else. 
exactly it can't be all drama and it can't be all nothing either right you can't watch perfection it's got to be a good blend right and sailing yacht has perfected that for two seasons in a row and i think that that's why i get nitpicky about med and og because i'm like well look what sailing yacht just did and they're new but the newness might be part of why part of the appeal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's the new shiny object in the toy box. Yeah. So we like Well, it. until we get Captain Jason. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the entire Down Under series, admittedly, because I have a one-track mind, and we are covering this one right now, and we were covering the last season of Sailing, and I just talked to Jen, and I was like, I can't do both. Mm-hmm. I would love to, but I can't. Right. I haven't watched any of the Down Under at all. I've seen like the previews and all of that, but I haven't watched any of it. And I'm like, one day I'm going to sit down and just binge the whole thing. Like, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. the whole as thing. long as we maintain power for the next couple of days, you might have your chance. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. You could be down under <laughs> instead of under wind and weather. Exactly. So what are you thinking about med this season so far? We're a little over halfway through. Where are you at with it? (sighs) I go up and down with it. And it's really funny because when it first started, I was like, oh, Natasha, what a great, you know, she's so organized. She's so this. And now I'm like, Natasha, I want to smack you in the head (laughs) and I'm going to take your phone away. Yeah. She had you hoodwinked, didn't she? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, oh, if I see that phone and those messages from her boy, and I want to call her boyfriend and go, dude. Just let it go. You're begging, you're pleading. And at first I was totally like on her side. She wasn't playing chef at all, but then it just really turned and I'm like, I just want to give them a big hug and go, there are so many better women out there for you. Please let her go. And don't keep, he constantly with his nose up or, you know what, because Mm -hmm. he's constantly giving her pats on the back and we couldn't do this without you. And I'm like, you two totally do it without her. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) I'm just, uh, but you know, next week I could be going, oh, Natasha, yay. But I don't think so. Nah. No. (laughs) Spoiler alert. No, you won't. No, you won't. No. My favorite right now on the crew, actually two, Z and Courtney are my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. they've come a long way and with Courtney I didn't like her when she was on below deck before because mm-hmm. I thought she was leading him on and she was just so drunk all the time and I'm like this is such a child but she's really stepped up she really and has. become a force to be reckoned with on that deck crew and it's been amazing it's like watching one of your kids grow up I'm like mm-hmm. oh I'm rooting for you so much right now yeah It was hard watching her on the most recent episode talking about her dad, right? but hearing her spin it and find the good in it to where because of that, it made her really reflect on the position she was in and was that really what she wanted for her life? It just showed so much growth to me from last year. I mean, I still like when she can be quirky and silly, but you want to see people grow. You don't want to see people stagnate or regress. And she really has impressed me so much this season. Me too. And I love that she is a little quirky too. Mm-hmm. I know there was made mention, I think, in one of the scenes with Jason that he's like, she jokes too much or whatever it was. I'm like, I can't ever imagine working on a yacht. You're in close quarters. You have hard work to do. I know I couldn't do it. I tweeted out yesterday that the only job I would do on below deck would be primary charter guest. That's it. (laughs) Because the, I don't, I think it's easy for us to go, you're just cleaning a bathroom or you're just making a bed or, you know, whatever. But 
you're not. It's hard, hard work. And you're trying to please these guests who hopefully will give you a big tip at the end. So for her to be a little quirky sometimes, I love it. I love the little comic relief. And I think you need that when you are working on top of each other, basically. I think the quirkiness comes through naturally for her. The humor that I don't love is what I'm seeing on the interior. I feel like everything feels forced. Mm. Like they're all trying to compete for the wittiest person. Well, at least Natalia and Kyle are. Yeah. You know, who's the funniest of the interior? Like, I would really much rather you just do your damn job. <laughs> right. It's not natural when it comes at all. And I think, honestly, with Kyle, he was another one that when he came out, I was like, oh, he's kind of cool. I like him. But then as it progressed, I'm like, you are trying way too hard. You're a little thirsty right now. You are not going to be the breakout star of Below Deck Med. And that's what he was trying to go for. Mm -hmm. So that bothered me a lot. And then, of course, you know, their little some against Natalia is bugging me too. But then again, after last night's episode, Natalia's on my list too. So right. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about that. And I like her. I like her work ethic. Most of all, I'm a hard worker. So anytime there's a hard worker, I like it. Her delivery sucks. Yes. And she really needs to learn how to reel that back in because yes. it doesn't help to complain all the time. If you don't mix in the positive with the negative, nobody's going to want to listen to you. You're Eeyore at that point. And <laughs> nobody wants to hear, oh, my tail all the time. So <laughs> she's frustrating me a little bit, but I did see her on Watch What Happens Live. Adrian and I were talking about this and she has looked at it in an objective way and realizes places she needs to work on. So that's one good thing that can come out of it. We might not see it this season, but it's something that she'll carry with her after this and if she ever comes back. Yes, I did see her last night as well on Watch What Happens Live. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a running theme with any new cast members on any of the reality shows. I think they come out and they try to make a huge impression and they want to work really hard. And I do like her work ethic. I totally agree with you. I couldn't do that laundry every single day and mm -hmm. keep up with it. I can't even do mine. I have like three <laughs> baskets in my room right now that need to be folded. But I think then after they see themselves on camera and they look at it and they think, oh, I messed up. I got to rethink this. So sometimes there are ones that I never want to see again. But then like her, I do kind of want to see her again and see how she develops for the next season. Right. But I'm not the casting director, so I don't know if she'll be there. But And it's so hard to tell anymore because the people I think are guaranteed to come back. Like from last year, I thought Lloyd would be back for sure. Right. And he wasn't. And I think part of it is that they have a choice in the matter. You know what I mean? They might figure out being in the spotlight isn't for them. How is it for you, Adrian? I mean, I know the choice was a little different, but I think for what it's worth, my entire cast was surprised that I wasn't brought back. I mean, when they told us who was and wasn't coming back, everybody was surprised that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, they told me from the beginning that I was going to be the bitch everybody loved to hate and the bitch always comes back. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it was a weird situation. At the end of the day, I'm glad that that didn't become my whole life. Like right. some of the other cast members that have come back and back and back and back. Mm -hmm. Because it's allowed me to focus on real life and develop that way. And now I can look at it from a perspective of entertainment value as opposed to PTSD and emotional attachment. Right. I'm not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for that. My season was so vastly different because we were a guinea pig operation. Right. We didn't have any idea what it was going to look like. Everyone who goes on now 
has the benefit of watching 22 other seasons to know what the formula is. We didn't. Mm -hmm. So I did what I did. I'm glad that I had the opportunity for it. I'm also glad it's over for me. Yeah. But Kim, did you have any questions about filming or how things work on yachts or any of that kind of stuff? Actually, I wondered, okay, when you guys get the time off and you get to go on shore Mm -hmm. and you're doing your thing, you're having dinner, what is the length of time that you're there? Because I feel like we start dinner and everybody's like, yeah, but I feel like the way the editing works, all of a sudden, everybody's just snockered. (laughs) It's like, what did I miss? Did they do shots while I was out of the room? What (laughs) What happened here? How long is that period of time? So this was one of my biggest beefs with the producers during our filming is that they would go to the wait staff at the restaurants and tell them to withhold our food after we ordered and just send us nothing but drinks for a while so that everybody would just get hammered. Wow. And when you're that sleep deprived and you're that hungry, it happens pretty quickly. So they don't have to invest a lot of money in Patron. In order to make sure that everybody just gets loud. <laughs> They're getting you well drinks. You know better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. After the second time that it happened, there's one scene in my season where it looks like I'm yelling at the crew on a night out, but I'm actually screaming at the waiter because everybody else in the restaurant, even though we were one of the first tables there, everyone else in the restaurant ate and left. And we still hadn't even gotten our food yet. Right. And we weren't the biggest party there. Mm-hmm. And I was furious because all of us were tired it was the night that eddie got up and left the table and went back to the boat because he was like i don't mm-hmm. want to deal with these drunken morons <laughs> and i don't blame him but we were all starving and exhausted and just ready to eat and go home and go to sleep and they just wouldn't let us and that's one of the few ways that they're able to manipulate us to get what they want gotcha they never tell us what to say or what to do but they will screw with our food on a night off and feed us nothing but drinks so that everybody just gets bombed. Yeah, it's a mess. Oh, wow. So were you out like two hours, four hours? What was the average? Usually like four or five hours. Wow. If we were going to a club too, which was always a really weird situation. If you notice when we go out for our nights out, you don't ever hear the actual music that's playing where we are. Right. Because it's a licensing issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's why it's so weird. So we would only go to bars and clubs and stuff like that for a little bit because the actual patrons of the bar would get pissed that they couldn't hear the music because they would have to shut it off in order to record our conversation so we would always have to go to those places kind of early yeah is that why you guys sit outside a lot too yeah okay yeah that makes total sense now okay that's got to be really really hard I mean, I don't know. More power to you for enduring that because I know I get cranky if I have to wait 10 minutes for my food. If (laughs) if I have to wait like two hours for my food. And then tolerate a bunch of drunken monkeys. Yeah. Right. So it's no wonder that you're yelling at each other. You're yelling at the staff. (laughs) Yeah. We were all hangry and drunk. Exactly. It makes for great television, I guess, but not so much for you guys. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Great to watch it, not to live it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is there anything you're looking forward to? We got the mid-season trailer a couple weeks ago. Is there anything you're looking forward to for the rest of the season? I just want to see how all of it unravels and the whole Storm thing. I'm kind of a fan of Storm, too. I am too. And I I would love to see him come back. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of Sandy. She talks like my granddaughter's kindergarten teacher. So that really bugs me when she's talking (laughs) to 
grown adult. I love you so much. All right, I need to move to your guys's neighborhood because Kim and I are going to be besties. <laughs> you call me anytime. I will tell you exactly how I feel. But yeah, I'm just waiting to see, you know, how it all unfolds. Like any fan, I don't want too much because I want to be have that element of surprise. But yeah, right. we'll, we'll see what, what all pans out from here. Yeah, I hope they get past these uneventful cliffhangers and give us something really to sink our teeth into. It's getting to be the production team that cried wolf and um, it's a little boring (laughs) to have to go through this and you're all amped up for a new episode and the first five minutes are a big wah-wah. I know it's going to be bad if I start going to my TikTok during the episode. I'm like, I'll just wait and see if something happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard because I'm live tweeting at the same time, but if... I have more than one window up. I have my cable streaming window and then I have my Twitter window. If Candy Crush pops up, you know it's a bad episode. (laughs) (laughs) High score. Yeah, exactly. Well, we appreciate you coming on so much. I hope you both are very safe. I hope this passes by and you guys come out of this unscathed emotionally, physically, financially, all of it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all having me on. This is awesome. This is my first official podcast. Yay, I know yay. I'm going to become very famous. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you do before we do, I might be a little mad. We've been doing this for a year and a half now. <laughs> If they call you, you better pass along our number. (laughs) I'm only famous in my own head. So that's Join the club. (laughs) Story of my life. That's what I say all the time. My mom thinks I'm special. (laughs) You are special though. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Check us out next week for the Below Deck Med Season 7 Episode 13 recap. And we will see you then. Thanks everybody. Bye. 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 Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.